Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I welcome you to episode 18 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. My name is Deacon Steve. I'm a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. It's good to be back podcasting after a week off, attending the Convocation of Deacons for the Diocese of Phoenix. It was great to see our bishop, Bishop Olmsted, who at 75 has submitted his letter of resignation. So at some point, the diocese will be getting a new bishop. Also, there's lots of changes going on in the world. With COVID-19 at record numbers, it is easy to do one of two things, either ignore it or despair. We ignore when we simply say we're not going to deal with it anymore. We stop masking and just go about our day. The opposite extreme is to be caught in a cycle of fear and despair. Living our Catholic faith is not going to either extreme. We are called to look out for our brothers and sisters. It is not the Catholic faith to put others in harm's way. We are also called to trust in the Lord, to know that his will be done. He defeated sin and death on the cross. He can handle a pandemic. May we do what is right to protect ourselves and others. And may we never lose hope that our Lord will never abandon us. Our question this week is, I have friends who tell me there is no God. They tell me if there were a God, he would have stopped COVID-19. How should I respond? Hmm, good question. First, I think you can tell your friends that having bad things happen in the world has nothing to do with the presence of God. COVID-19 is a virus, and there have been viruses and medical conditions for thousands of years. Secondly, you can say that God is not capable of evil but sometimes permits it to help us grow. Just because the pandemic is almost two years old in the United States does not mean there is no God or that we have a God who does not care for us. At the end of the day, believing is seeing. If your friends do not believe, there's nothing you can say that will change that. Just do not let their unbelief shake your beliefs as there is a God in his only Son, Jesus Christ, gave his life for us. Our meditation this week is from Blessed Concepcion. The Gospel tells us that his very own did not believe in him. Every single one of us belongs to Jesus. We are his. With regard to each one of us, Jesus felt our personal struggle in his heart, that of the love which urged him on toward us, and that of our sins which caused him to suffer. How did Jesus begin his apostolate? He began it by leaving Mary behind. What a tremendous farewell. He had to tear himself from the son and substance of his love because his hour had come. 
the hour for him to sacrifice himself and save us. He was going to cast himself into the sea of persecution and hatred, a road of suffering, knowing that it would end in his being nailed to the cross, his infinite tenderness not having been understood. To show us how we should prepare for our own apostolate, Jesus began with a humbling experience that moved heaven itself. He went to the Jordan River to be baptized, as though he were a sinner. He who was innocence without blemish, the incarnate word, the God-man. He fasted for 40 days in the desert and began his apostolic life like this, with humility and penance, giving us an example to be imitated. Jesus diffuses love because he is infinite goodness. If we love him, we can't keep it stored away in the inner recesses of our soul. Wonder of wonders, the more we give up Jesus, the more we actually possess him. It is enough to know him and love him in order to give him. Divinity is fullness, and all fullness overflows. Just as God, by giving himself, not only makes his creatures happy, but at the same time glorifies himself, when the soul of the apostle gives Jesus to others, he makes souls happy, and he is giving Jesus souls who will glorify him. We draw near to souls through the written word, through advice, through serving one another, and through teachings. If we have a true love for souls, Jesus will put us in contact with them. Then our duty is to never refuse any sacrifice, either a body or soul, no matter what it might cost. Are we suffering? Happy the trial that achieves grace. We should accept with a smile those circumstances that evoke sacrifice. Should we not reproduce the mystery of Christ and his apostolate? Goodness is the vengeance of great souls. Let us go forward, for faith and love shall overcome all failings and acts of ingratitude. Our topic this week is faith. To quote the great theologian St. Thomas Aquinas, to one who has faith, no explanation is necessary. To one without faith, no explanation is possible. What does this mean for us in our journey of faith? We must realize that our faith is ultimately a gift from God. Not everyone has this gift, not because God has not offered it, but because we are often unaware of God in the day-to-day life. And if we are, some of us may reject this gift. People without faith may say, I will never believe in God unless I see a miracle or the power of God in the world. People with faith are able to see God in the day-to-day rhythm of our lives. For believing is truly seeing. May we also see how much our God loves us, and may we return our love to him in our willingness to surrender our lives to him and to do his will.
Our gospel this week comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 21 to 30. Jesus began speaking in the synagogue, saying, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke highly of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked, Is this the son of Joseph? He said to them, Surely you will quote me this proverb, Physician, cure thyself and say, Do here in your native place the things that we have heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, and the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built, to hurl him down headlong. Jesus passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we hear the Gospel from St. Luke, and in this Gospel, Jesus is preaching in his hometown. At first, the congregation is amazed. Then they begin to doubt, saying, well, isn't this the carpenter's son? Jesus tells them, that throughout the Old Testament, the Lord came to people who we would consider to be on the margins of society, widows and lepers, etc. The people were infuriated at hearing that and wanted to kill him. God comes to us every day. Our Lord is in the here and now. How often do we deny him or become angry at him when we're struggling, suffering, or not getting what we want? How often do we reject the Lord by focusing our lives on ourselves and not serving Him? My brothers and sisters, we are being challenged to recognize and accept Jesus as the Lord of our lives and commit ourselves to follow Him wherever He leads. Amen. Well, we finished episode 18 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. Any topics or questions you'd like to have discussed, please email me. Is anybody listening? Sometimes it's hard to tell, but if any of you have a question or topic you'd like discussed on the podcast, please email me at deaconstevew at gmail.com. Let us pray. Lord, help us to live our faith according to your will. Help us to be holy and to serve you above all else. And let us pray the prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and all my entire will, all I have and call my own. 
You've given it all to me. To you, Lord, I return it to you. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. And now please bow your heads to receive the Lord's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you what only he can give you, his peace. And may Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters, let us go forth and pray. Pray to be the holy people that God creates us to be. Pray to see God in the everyday of the world as we continue our journey in living the Catholic faith. Thank you.